right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Insufferable Bastards podcast. My name is Carlos Danger for the purposes of this broadcast, and I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Brian Spears. Hello, Brian. Hello, hello. So we are streaming this live, and I have to go turn myself down. We are definitely live. But uh, it's a very special day. We don't like to do live streams, but Obnoxious John from uh, the producer of the Why Do I Podcast podcast insisted we do this. So I meant to do this on live stream. Everything got fucked up. I apologize, but it is what it is. Blame OJ, also known as Obnoxious John. But it's a very special day. We're live streaming because it's like Christmas in the stand-up comedy world. And there's Brian playing his... Fo- this I'm going to fucking quit. <laughs> <laughs> Today, we are pleased to welcome back to the program, ladies and gentlemen, one of the nicest guys in stand-up comedy. You know him from the Rock Bottom podcast on YouTube and Patreon. You've seen him on Misery Loves Company with Kevin Brennan. He's here today to talk about his brand new comedy special, 40 and Simple, available at drybarcomedy.com. Ladies and gentlemen, Ray DeVito. What's up, guys? Yeah, thanks for having me. Oh, thank you, Ray. Congratulations uh, on your, your new special. And we should say, if people want to watch, go to drybarcomedy.com. That's drybarcomedy.com. Use the promo code Ray DeVito as one word. Yeah. So and you get a free month. You get a free month uh, and watch all the specials you want. And if you dump it after a month, I don't care. Take that free month. Watch my special. Go, go ahead. Uh, other specials to watch in there that uh, I highly recommend. Joe DeVito, very funny dude. Joe Larson, Brian Kiley. Um, yeah, so there's a bunch of specials to watch on there as well. And then, um, yeah, you can watch uh, as many specials as you want. Get them all in and then do what you want. If you, if I, you like them, stick with it. If not, at least get that free month and watch mine. Start with I mine. Pay, I paid for, for it. I just want you to know that, Ray. Okay. I, I would like a pat on the back for paying yes. for it. Stevie Lou is spreading all around Twitter that we were going to like stream snipe it and do something illegal and violate uh, yeah. copyright. That's not what was happening. But the, what happened was I signed up for dry bar when Chad did his and then I forgot to cancel. Oh, yeah. So apparently watch I, Chad's I, I, for too. Months. All right. Because I don't want to get yeah, Chad Zumach. Watch his. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I just you, forgot. Yes. Yeah. You watch his. Strangely forgot to add. No, well, Joe Larson, Joe Larson, Joe DeVito are the two that helped me. And they're very funny dudes. I, I didn't get to see Chad yet. So I look forward to watching Chad. So, yes, watch watch his as well. So I I take that. <laughs> no, that was not a Freudian slip. A Freudian if slips are like everything. Or is it just when you want to have sex with your mom? Yeah, I, I think you're saying that you think Chad is your mom and you want to have yeah. sex with him no, and I'm sure his is in great. your context. I'm not He's a funny dude. Yes. Uh, I knew Stevie was getting Stevie looks for any angle, which by the way, Stevie, now you're an MLC. You guys got to get along. Who me and Chad. Yeah. I was told as a stipulation to me joining MLC that I do not have to get along with Chad as a matter of fact. And um, I have not joined MLC in any capacity i was asked to fill in yesterday you know and one of when two of your comedy legends need your help last minute you say yes ray so i i hear you i i I didn't uh i I didn't watch it yet i I heard it was uh pretty intense according to carlos danger over here ray why are you giving away the form i can't tell you anything all right all right all right (laughs) 
I I can't keep secrets. All right, let's uh, trying to hide my zits up. and my chins. I can only do uh, one or the other. I'm gonna shut up and let you <laughs> do your uh, podcast. No, please. What I did, I just shared this on social media since we aren't in the place where we had been promised. Brian, do you have a question? Did you or you just? I thought you're. I just heard saw your hand go up. Well, we have a, just a couple. We have one comment for Ray on uh, our YouTube page. It's you uh, guys aren't hearing Brian twice, are you? No, he's good. All right, go ahead. Sorry. It's not about us. It's more about the folks at home. Right? Yeah. If, and if you're in the comments, if, if you're hearing Brian twice, because we're in the same room and I might have fucked something up, just let us know in the comments. Yeah. Citizen M asked, Ray, what are your thoughts on Red Bar's coverage of you? Which I think you've covered a bunch of times, but also just uh, we've got a uh, hello. Uh, hey, boys from Bobby Nick. We've got TK Suso. Howdy, y'all. And we've got Mike Cuts. Ray, what's your best card? My best card? Oh, <laughs> baseball card wise. Um, well, this is the only card that I, I have. All, all my cards are in are, are put away. But for some reason, I have two. my fans. Uh, podcast fans will send me cards. So me mentioning I the real reason a, I brought you here, Ray, was for you to please grade my 1986 set. Ah, that's Keith Hernandez. Oh, Keith Hernandez, there you go. The miracle or the Mets, the Franco Harris, rest in peace, his rookie Post -coke card. Keith Hernandez. And uh, what do you call it? Reggie Miller rookie card. This was sent yeah. to me by Justin. Uh, Citizen M is now tracking where you live and will be burglarizing your residence later today. Now, nah, these are probably the two of these combined are worth less than 100 bucks. But those are just the two that I have out because uh, they were sent to me. So. Do people still ask you about Red Bar? Do you still get that? I mean, Citizen M is a big Red Bar uh, fan. But that um, guy's a gifted broadcaster. I mean, he's like, he's scary. He scares the hell out of me, but the man's yeah, well, gifted. It, I mean, if you saw the time when I did it, like I, I, I honestly was just going along with him just to see where, obviously I wasn't going to do anything dumb, but I was just like, if you watched it, uh, like, I, it's more out of curiosity. Like, all right, where, where's this kind of guy going like what, what's he doing and then uh yeah and then when he all they did is show him a fork and show him my arm and he gave me he goes all right you're up to 150 dollars and when he's like all right take the fork and then i'm like all right this is stupid and i didn't think i was going to get any of the money and then he sent me 300 dollars. so whatever honorable yeah, yeah that's, but that's three times as much as ken and kevin brennan was getting paid to come into compound media yeah, yeah. so let's just make sure that's recognized so, yeah so th th that was it but honestly out of curiosity i was just curious like all right and by the way i was on there by mistake he wanted veto <laughs> if you guys know veto yeah, the, the amazing the no the amazing veto i think that's what yeah it was, right and it all started because and also um, no one no one knows who the amazing veto is right yeah just, you said that like oh you guys know who that is right and no one literally Everyone I always just pretend right now. <laughs> yeah, but he sent uh, Red Bar's wife a Twitter message uh, commenting on her anatomy or something, and he thought it was me. And he just knew me because I was on Brennan's podcast and Brennan was talking about Red Bar. And I thought Red Bar made up songs like they made up a song for Kevin Brennan. So I was like, hey, they can make a song for my podcast. I don't care. And then he's like, who is this? Nothing. Let's get him on the phone. So like, I just got messages to call in. I'm like, all right, I don't give a shit. I'll I'll call in. That was a good impression. That was a good impression of Red Bar. <laughs> hey, Someone's going to clip this. I just realized I'm, I'm the height of rudeness, and it's because of the technical difficulties we had here. I forgot to introduce Stevie Lou. You can yeah. you can follow him on Twitter and get all his links off there. Stevie Lou also has, you heard him on, on Misery Loves Company last night. I apologize for this, Stevie Lou, but he 
also has a great podcast called Blunt Smoker Video that everybody should check out uh, on Spotify. Sorry, thank you, Steve. Carlos. No, thank you for having me, buddy. It's always an honor to be here with the insufferable bastards. You and Brian are favorites of mine. And then there's Ray also. Well, and I also, I want to thank you for screwing me on DabbleCon. I was supposed to ride up. Brian's not going. Then Stevie Lou isn't going. It was going to be me and Bobo Listen. at one point. He canceled on me. <laughs> Listen, have you ever seen the, the film Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas? It was based on a Hunter S. Thompson uh, novel of the same name. Have you seen that one? Yes. Yeah, there's a scene where Hunter S. Thompson is uh, being chased around his own hotel room while uh, uh, Oscar Xavier Acosta tries to carve the letter Z into his forehead with a hunting knife. And I really don't don't for a second believe that that wouldn't have happened. So uh, I like how Cardiff Electric was confused as to which he would say, yeah, someone's going to die. But he wouldn't say whether I was going to somehow kill you in your sleep yeah. or if you were going to kill me on the ride. Yeah, so I guess it's all be for a, the best. It was going to be a fight to the death one way or another. So yeah, I'm a, I'm a slob. I'm not saying I would take you, but all right. But well, Hey, the, what I want to ask you, Stevie Ray, Stevie whatever your name is, Stevie Lou, sorry about Ray. <laughs> what now Ray is the nicest guy in comedy. How has he impacted or influenced your life? The comedy of Ray DeVito and just his being. Okay. That's a great question. And I have a, a simple answer for that. Uh, Ray enjoys the simple things in life, like hanging out on some random person's front door <laughs> stoop in Astoria until midnight, just drinking 22s of beer and smoking cigarettes. Uh, and that's like something that most people these days have lost touch with. You know, they go do their comedy and then they go home to just go into their little bubble. Ray is a simple man of the people and that's why he's so lovable and i've tried to take that with me along the road wow i didn't expect i didn't expect it to be that heartfelt yeah no i'll, I'll sit on a stoop and drink a beer why why go to a bar <laughs> you just sit here on a stoop i don't get why yeah, no it's, and it's, it's a, a ra it's like a, a stranger's stoop he doesn't it's not his stoop or oh just, it was on the street that i used to live on so i know the all right <laughs> so it's a simple trespass. You're a, he's a man who will simple <laughs> trespass without thinking. Yeah. Uh, I know but, people that lived in that building. <laughs> that, uh, but that's no, what you told the cops. <laughs> no, it's a story in New York. That's all cool. Yeah. Uh, but it's like, yeah, why go somewhere to pay $9 a beer? Queens. We're just going to just drink. Of it. Right. it was also summer. It was like a nice night. It's not like it was snowing outside or something. Yeah. And okay, one more thing. Ray has also taught me a very valuable no matter how few people are in the audience that night, you go out there and you give them a good show. You know? So that's something that Ray specifically has taught me to learn how to embrace. So that's very nice. And we'll we'll get into I want to play a clip from Ray's a new comedy special. But Brian, you said you want to read a couple of comments. Is anybody telling us we suck? No, there's a couple of people are saying we're muted. Right, that's a new joke that right, well, people have been pulling right. on Bob Levy. Don't get Bob Levy out there. I just did that last night to Levy. I was just saying I can't hear Levy, and now people are doing it to us. Oh, it's geez. a cruel joke, you know, because... I, I know, mean, like, I'm not nervous enough already. I have had a complete mental breakdown. Now I have to go and check. <laughs> no, that's, how, me, that's how neurotic... Well, definitely from Kevin and a black ornament. Uh, so... 
But again, I know nothing about any of that. So <laughs> they're fucked. Don't let them get to you, Spears. Yeah, take it easy on Spears. All right, Ray, is this your first special? Yeah, that's my first special. And that's why I shot another one because I just want because like that's like the G I think it was uh, Doug Stanhope that uh, when he was doing like his Comedy Central presents like a zillion years ago. And he said uh, he's like, he's like, oh, you got to be clean. He goes, it's like watching Jerry Springer without the fights when he's explaining, like watching him do a set clean. So like I, I kind of felt that because like I did my jokes, but like I cleaned them up. But what but have even, we explained? Have we explained that dry bar? They, they, it comes with uh, uh, rules that you can't yeah. be blue. Yeah, you got to be kind of like G rated. Also, like you can't talk about hooking up. Uh, if you if random like, strippers who approach you in bars. Yeah, it's like Utah. So there's a lot of Mormons. They don't drink. So you can't talk about drinking. Can't talk about drugs. You can't talk about uh you know, ho hooking up with girls or like premarital sex or anything. So you got to really. Did they try uh, to recruit you or, or kind of influence you to get no, you into the. No, they're very nice people. They, they were they were uh, yeah, very nice. But like even like little things like I took out of jokes, but then I want some of the other people's dry bars. I could have left them in. Like, I think I went a little too straight and narrow where I didn't have to be as straight. Uh, so like I, I took out punchlines. And put in and I, I wish I could have taken more time putting in things to like uh, better, better fit the parameters instead of like, oh, right, I just won't say that. I'll, right. I'm no expert. Whatever. I'm no marketing expert. You're not doing a good job selling this special. No, but it's good. It's good. I mean, it's it, it is. Let's good. play a clip. All right. I, I did. I, I saw it and I'll play this clip. This was this is one of my favorite uh, lines for it here. Bear with me because I haven't used Zoom in a hundred years. Fucking StreamYard. I've already used StreamYard. This is going to be go. Ray talking about acne, a subject close to my chin. This is my worst acne story. Um, in high school, I got to take an art class. And I, I waited until I was a senior. Everyone else was in ninth grade. I was a senior. And we had to do an assignment. You had to draw someone in the class. And the kid that drew me just drew me with all my acne. <laughs> just this brutal drawing, like all the whiteheads I tried to pop that didn't quite make it. <laughs> But he just happened to be the most talented kid in the class. <laughs> so his drawing ended up getting submitted to a bunch of student art shows. And then when the art shows were over, my teacher took that drawing and hung it in the hallway <laughs> for the last three months of my high school life. Yeah. So I had to like walk by my own shame every day. And that kid was always weird around me, but I was never mad at him. I was more mad at my art teacher. Like, if I go back in time, I'd like to give him $20. I was like, hey, man, can you draw a picture of our art teacher? And let's point out all of her insecurities. <laughs> like, how about you draw a picture of her holding up her left hand, pointing out that she's 47 and has never been married? Can we get yeah. that drawing? <laughs> I don't want to play the whole thing. I, I, I don't want to get, I don't want to get, but that there's a little taste. There's a taste yeah. of Ray DeVito's new comedy special just dropped on drybarcomedy.com. Uh, you go to drybarcomedy.com, put in, Promo code Ray DeVito. You can sign up, get a little trial there, and uh, check out Ray DeVito. Right, I love so how you left out the the finishing punchline there. How about we draw a picture of all all the children, her uh, all the grandchildren, her parents never see. Put that right in their fucking living mm. room. Can we? It's all marketing, Ray. It's called <laughs> all marketing. We're trying to get people to watch your special. Yeah. You gotta pay to see the punchline. In newspaper writing, 
the purpose of the first paragraph is to get you to the second Ray. I knew whatever I did in that circumstance would would somehow it would not satisfy Ray. I've never oh, even met the man right, in person, right. but I knew what, wherever I pressed play or stop would not satisfy Ray. Yeah. Now, did you guys did you guys also see that set design for his the stage there? Were the Grateful Dead coming into play after you guys? It looked like the Wall of Sound from 1972. Six, six, substantial great cool stuff there but uh you know i was afraid that if you know you hit a punchline too loud you get blown off the stage like uh back to the future i'm just happy yes. it wasn't fish <laughs> those uh those speakers pulling were from the comments they were I'm just sorry, there Ray. for uh yeah, they were just there for the visual, but the speakers were not working. But no, it, was, um, it was a good, it was a good ambiance. I will say that I was teasing no, you a it, little it, bit. But. Yeah, it worked out for me because like I'm kind of white trash, and like the, my first thing I said when I went on stage, I go, I said, "What the setup you want? I like, can you make it look like my uncle's garage from 1987?" And I'm nice, like, nice, perfect. Right, right. So that joke was great from your uncle. What, what what's that? Said so you get your weed from your uncle then. No, no, my uh, what's my the comedy? Never mind, move on. <laughs> the first time I was on Ray's podcast, I was with Husey, and it was the most humbling experience I've I've ever been through because it was at that moment live on YouTube I realized I wasn't funny, and Brian might have just had the same thing happen. No, 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 I no, I would just be no my all my and yet Ray invited me back. <laughs> Ray, no, you talk about I, Accutane as a kid. I was on Accutane as a kid. That heavy duty acting medication i used to have to go and get blood tests for the I mean, it was it was a weird drug because that was like the late 80s early 90s that acne drug and then it was causing like birth defects and put us in an alternate timeline in terms of the universe and all that so but that was true though you were you you, you were on the old accutane as a kid yeah i quit taking it because i got lightheaded like i would i played basketball and then i would get like lightheaded and dizzy can and I get was... some of that? Can I get some of that Accutane? <laughs> Ray, I'll take. It's gonna say Stevie Lou is taking notes. <laughs> yeah. He and... like crumble it up and snort it. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh... I want to fail again, Ray. Did your uh, did your uncle give you Accutane? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, yeah, that the Accutane, like it, it just didn't, it just didn't. I, I felt lightheaded and dizzy, and I, I didn't like that, so I didn't take it. I don't know why I'm asking you about Accutane, but I'm sure too though it made people uh, like homicidal. That's yeah, it was linked to depression and teenage suicide, um, which is a joke I said before I got into that. Where the joke I said I'll say the joke, but I go uh, yeah when I was on uh, when I was on Accutane, the doctor let me know their side effects like it would cause depression and teenage suicide. And then my doctor, like to make me feel better, uh, my doctor started showing me scars on his face just to let me know, like, I'm not the only one that's ever had acne. Like he had to deal with it, too. Like that was supposed to magically cheer me up. It's like, yeah, what causes uh, the suicide? Are you sure it's a medication? Because it could be these pep talks. These pep talks are pretty brutal. But I'm going to be scarred for the next 50 years. So. Let me ask you a question, Ray, in terms of supporting other comedians when you're telling jokes, you know, I know that it's always great if you can make the back of the room laugh from what I've 
biggest cliche I guess I read on, I don't know, in Terabag or something like that. Now, the fact that Stevie Lou, as you were telling your joke, decided to open a banana and, and actually put the entire banana in his mouth and take a drink. Does that feel like you have the support from a fellow comedian? Is that is that what you want to like? What goes? Are you able to just push that aside or does it does it like get you in the feels? Um, no, when, when like if I'm doing comedy, uh, like like Stevie was saying, like I even if there's like a zillion people, I just need a few people paying attention and I'm just focusing on the people paying attention. Like if there, someone's not paying attention, I, I'm not going to focus on that. Like I just got to focus on the uh, few people paying attention and just c connect with them. And then like other people. Can I say, Carlos, that's really cool that you said that because that's what makes Ray good is because you get reps trying to just perform and be as best as you can every day when you finally get to that big stage like he did at that dry bar special in front of a pretty big audience you could hear the laughs in that audience man he had them by the balls and that's something that it takes a good comedian to do and i really appreciated uh ray's talent i've seen ray perform all the time i know that ray is a good comedian people want to break ray's balls all the time you know and i get that but as far as a stand-up uh, from X, Y to Z, just constructing a joke and delivering a joke. Ray is solid. And I'm actually, this is a great, you're right, marketing-wise, Spears is right, uh, that this is making me want to watch the rest of it. So I'm going to go sign up. All right, there we go. A yeah. great hype, man. Well, speaking of busting Ray's balls, Kevin Brennan, right? Kevin Brennan, <laughs> I was going to say he's been in the news, but I guess in our world, yeah, he's been in the news, right? <laughs> All four of us here are huge Kevin Brennan fans. You guys have appeared on his podcast multiple times, Misery Loves Company. Uh, so I wanted to ask you, Ray DeVito, first, what's your reaction to this latest drama involving Kevin Brennan? I guess I don't have to explain it to people. It's not like I have to give background. Him and Kumia have gone to war, or maybe it's all, what do they call it, a work? What do wrestling fans call it? Is it fake? Is it real? What's it the worked. deal? Yeah. Um, well, I, I do think this, like Kumia giving him $100 a week to, what was it? Was it just Brennan getting the 100 or him and Levy would split it or 100 each? Whatever it was, it was um, what they started doing is like their live stream. So they were making more than a hundred dollars doing their own live stream. So it's like, all right, I'm making $400 just sitting home doing my show. Why am I going to pay, leave, go in? Like I'm losing money to go in and do this. So I, I, I see where they're coming from and I see where Akumia is coming from where, all right, they're just like, <laughs> like, yeah, some of the, the bash and whatever, but I, 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 yeah, I, yeah, it seems like they got their, Brendan's got his own thing going where he's killing it. He's killing it with the live streams and stuff. And yeah. So, I mean, if it's whatever, and Kevin made a good point too, like, all right, just who, who cares a hundred dollars. It's only funny because it is a hundred dollars. Like if he, it wouldn't be anything. If Kumi is like, okay, cool. I'll give you $400 to come in then like that's not all right that ends the joke just the joke is it's funny that he's giving a hundred dollars like that was the running joke the running gag that it was a hundred dollars but he's making uh, more than a hundred dollars so it does come a point where if i'm losing money by doing something why am i it's like hey do you want to pay me a hundred dollars and come shovel my driveway it's like what I have to work and I lose a hundred dollars what if this is a no win for me so I, I understand uh 
but both both sides. And I think they will be cool again. I do think they are. Um, I mean, I didn't listen to the show yesterday. I don't know what's I am gonna I do have two audio clips to play. Yeah, right, Ray. Also, there haven't been a lot of snowstorms this year. How many hundred dollar gigs have you lost out on because of that? Oh no, it's not, I'm in Ohio, so it's it's snow like crazy out here. Okay, it's he's been, doing good. Uh, yeah. He's doing good. No, no, I'm um, I, I'm just I'm just using that as a stupid hypothetical example, as you know. But I want to ask you, Ray and Stevie Lou, of course, feel free to jump in on this. On <laughs> I've this been doing well. it all show, so I'll keep doing it. Oh, as long as I don't have to keep talking, I'm sure Brian. Do we have any comments saying I suck yet? <laughs> but. What did you guys think? About, I mean, I'm talking about Chad Zumok. Let's talk about Chad Zumok briefly because he is uh, appearing on Misery Loves Company again and, and quite regularly now, aside from last night uh, where Stevie Lou uh, filled in and I thought uh, was was, uh, was very great on the show. Not that I'm any judge or I don't know what's good or bad, but I enjoyed see, seeing and hearing Stevie Lou. But at one point, Brennan said that during this whole argument with uh Kumia, who had Jim Florentine in studio, that Florentine basically threw Chad under the bus or at least didn't stick up for him. And if anybody did not hear that, I do have an audio only clip to play because I don't know how to tape video. It's a fucking joke. And then Florentine sitting there. The best part was about uh, Kumia shitting on Chad. Florentine and Chad are like best friends. Florentine don't say boo. You don't say like uh, me and Chad are friends, which would have been funny because Comey would have been like, why are you friends with Chad? Are you afraid he's going to steal your credit cards? <laughs> Florentine sits there and doesn't say boo. And I was like, wow, Florentine is not even fucking. I, I, what is this guy? You're afraid. The end part is my personal favorite because like me, Kevin gets confused trying to read and talk at the same time. I totally I hate the freaking uh, chats and trying to do something. But Ray, did Jim Florentine betray Chad Zumach? Um, I, I, I didn't see I, I didn't yes see. No, I, I didn't see it. I got to see. You just uh, heard it. Oh, no, I heard what Kevin said, but I didn't see them oh. interacting with. Oh, I, I get it, Mr. Uh, Senator. Kumia. No, I, I didn't see him. But yeah, Florentine should have been like, hey, yeah, Chad and I are buddies. But I mean, I, I didn't see the whole interaction. I know there was a phone call that they did where Kevin or Chad called in. And you're saying you need more context before. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Opinion. But, but yeah, Florentine should have been like, yeah, that's that that's my buddy and had fun with it. And, uh, you know, could but, have been. I, an, but I'm I don't sorry. think it was, I don't think it was a beef between chad and anthony i think the beef was between kevin and kumia so chad's not really part of this you, you know what i mean like he's not really he's just the guy that made the phone call well, he's, so he's, he's not like the focal point of the argument going on right that's right. like if well, two people are arguing and then you're like oh by the way fucking uh kumia did start and, insulting him oh he did he did that start insulting chad chad yeah oh well, then Florentine, yeah, Florentine could have said something. Although, like, let hey, me ask you, is that a thing where he's just, where Florentine is just going along with it? He's a guest in Kumia's studio. Is he just going along with the, the bit, so to speak? Yeah, As I, a non I mean, I, asking I you guys who are comedians? I, I don't remember. From what I saw, I don't, rem I don't remember a, a scenario where, Chad, I mean, you guys are apparently saying it was there where he was like making fun of Chad and Florentine didn't say, hey, wait a minute, that's my friend. Like, shit on Kevin all you want, but you, you leave Chad out of this. That's my that's my little guy. That's fine. <laughs> you leave him alone. You may go ahead and shit on Kevin. 
but leave Chad alone. Like I, that, that would have been funny, but I mean, I don't know. Florentine's probably just, I don't know. Like he, he doesn't know there's a real feud going on. Well, he probably knows that there's a real feud, but Florentine's always been a very neutral guy. Like he's not going to just jump in the middle of beefs. He knows Chad's had shit with other people and Florentine just stays out of it. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I should ask people in the chat and Brian, maybe it, it, let me know if that audio is blasting or too low. Cause I'm not good at sharing audio, but I want to play another clip from last night's MLC uh, of which Stevie Lou was third Mike. And I'm, I want to ask you guys, was, was this Brennan going over the line in terms of his beef? Hmm. So I was supposed to come in. I was supposed to come in. I was supposed to leave my kids unattended to come in and call me as like playing dumb. Like, yeah, he was coming in late. Yeah, because I have fucking kids. My dick works. Sorry, you fucking racist, Kumia. Sorry, my dick works. Sorry, yeah, I'm not I, on Twitch trying to fucking meet young children to fuck. I think you that the whole Julia thing. You on Twitch all day. Got hey, it. you want to go on my Twitch account? I'm a grown man looking to play with children's. <laughs> Children's sort of mess. <laughs> so I think no, I think the thing that got you mad, it was basically when Iraq asked you, everything was fine until Iraq asked you to sit in. I like how Levy was trying to interrupt there to try to get it back to some. But is that a bridge too far now? That account, those comments, well, or I think also if you keep that clip going, I I was the one who said that's all Reddit bullshit. Those, I mean, okay, is Anthony Cumia a racist? You don't have to go searching through Reddit threads to get your answer there. Okay. We all know that he does very racist type humor. Is he a true blue racist? I'm not going to judge a person's character, but you can at home. And I'm sure a lot of people do. As far as the pedophilia stuff, well, that's I, always I been, that, but that's always been some Speaking nasty of her, shit now. No, no, but I just want to be clear about that. That's always been nasty rumor conjecture shit that's been thrown around on subreddits and reddits. There has never once been a shred of any sort of real life accusation, any sort of real life charge, any sort of real life criminality that's ever occurred in the case of Anthony Cumia against New York State, against the, the world, against the country. So... If there was something and someone wants to bring that to the front and bring them up on that, then we could definitely talk. But until then, it's always been something that nasty trolls have used to fuck with him. But and does... Ke Kevin was in a in a fight or flight mode and he was fighting and you could hear the fucking spewing. He was spewing shit out of his mouth last night. I was there. It was hard to keep up with it. It was just coming out so fast. Are you on Twitch? Just, Sorry, I, I, yeah, I mean, I do go on Twitch. Yeah, there's, there's a couple of Twitch channels that I'm on. Um, I'm not on Twitch. Does that mean that I'm trying to bang 13 year olds? Obviously not, you know. But uh, he was just using it as a very intense insult. He's an insult comedian. He was pissed off. He's heard that shit before. He was firing back at Anthony. He was pissed off. You think? Uh, my, my original question: Can they? It was it. Is that yes. the deal breaker? Can these guys come thank, back thank from you. that? I didn't get a chance to jump in on that. I wanted to let Ray say his piece, which was very good, Ray. Um, I think that maybe down the line, but right now this is a legitimate issue that's not going to get settled quickly and be back to normal quickly. This is going to take some time, some separation. I could hear the real anger. Okay, and this was this was basically really like 
some Game of Thrones shit. That's what we were seeing in front of us. You had two kings of different houses that were kind of getting along together the whole time. But at the end of the day, there is room that they're there's room at the top that they're all going for and fighting for. You know what I mean? That's when little rat bastards like me come in from the bottom and try to like, you know, take on my side of the things here, which I'm doing, you know, as you can all see. But at the end of the day, that fight, that feud was going to happen eventually. Gino had been stoking the flames over there. And again, I'm getting into a little too much that probably half of your viewers don't even know what the fuck we're talking about. So let's maybe not get too deep into it. But I will say, there's a lot more to this situation than face value if you're just kind of tuning in now. There's a history between multiple players in this Game of Thrones, and it's all really coming out in the wash. And I'm, it's only I'm a loving matter it. of time before yeah. it gets violent. It is good. It's great. I, I think uh, a great time for bottom feeders like Brian and I. Uh, I just like listening to it. I think it's like so funny. It's uh, I like that that passion. Again, I don't know who either one of the guys are, and so it's it's great just getting into it's it's old school radio fighting. And now, by the by it, the way, uh, uh, Kumia has heard people make jokes about that before, and he's gone along with it. So, like, he, any, everything that was said there isn't anything that's going to offend Anthony from what I know about Anthony. So, that's true no, too. that's not like Anthony's not taking this like, whoa, wait a minute, I I, I don't see that. I I think Anthony and Anthony's a very funny dude. Kevin's a very funny dude, and I think they'll take shot uh, like what was said is not going to offend Anthony or whatever. Like they're just jokes. Now here's the deal. If it was true, then they wouldn't be jokes. It'd just be, yeah, it would be stuff we'd already know because it would have been in the newspaper. But the fact that it's just, you know, like just jokes that people like it's just they're just jokes. You know, they're harsh jokes, but they're jokes. And yeah, if you're not familiar with the two personalities, yeah, from an outsider, it sounds absolutely. But when you listen to it from their context of how they know each other and their history, they're just jokes. Actually, yeah. when Anthony first brought it up, he was sort of half laughing. And both of them say each other are very funny. Like even when they're starting these insults and going on these tirades, they both say they're funny people. Uh, but it was, you know, it seems Anthony's taking it less personally. I'll just say I thought it was all parody. Uh, from I just want to state that on the record, <laughs> and I want to. No, because people mean, if I need legal counsel, I just want to yeah. say I'm not I'm not endorsing yeah. or, or or saying any of this is true. I'm just reporting out what was said on a real quick. You guys program. could say, "Can I fucking talk, Ray?" Next time he cuts off either of you, please don't be afraid to use that line. Can I fucking talk, Ray? That's the line that you can throw back at him because he likes to. Jesus Christ, Stevie! Jesus. You can also oh, see yeah. Stevie on the Sad Chad podcast. I forgot to mention that Sad Chad, which is a uh, Thursday a heck 6 of p.m. A... We're kind of doing that now, which will be now will be the is no Brennan takes off on Thursday. No, no, there. Yeah, we'll be the follow. We'll be the post show to Kevin Brennan and and Compound basically. So that'll be fun. Can you and Chad been... mend your fence? Can you and Chad? Well, I, I, I think it's been yeah. it's been mended, and I think. Stevie's become I mean Stevie has done a 180 now that he's got into this MLC world right I mean I, there is a video that was brought up on sad Chad that I think I can share would you like to give me a moment or see I interrupt you you go ahead answer no, no, Ray's no, question and I'll bring up some evidence against sure. you sure that's beautiful <laughs> um yet yeah, yes Ray I am a human being 
I see Chad as a human being. I don't see him as a character on a TV show, which a lot of the folks at home have this weird thing that they can't really differentiate between, you know, real life characters uh, that shit plays out on Twitter and a soap opera. But yes, I do believe that I have no real ill will against Chad Zumach. You know, he said some crappy things about me. I've said some shitty things about him too. So I'm not going to be here playing victim or uh, think that I'm never able to change my opinions completely. And I think I'm already starting to change. So if I could change, then you could change. We all can change. What movie? Chad on. It's Rocky three. Oh yeah, that's right. The end. Rocky four. This is Rocky four when he ended communism. (laughs) Yeah, this is boring. Chad on Chad on Misery Loves Company is actually very funny. Okay, you can't stop it right there. That's not. That's <laughs> I I did say before, and when Chad left Misery Loves Company, I did say Chad was great for the show because he's what Kevin likes. He's like a shit starter, and it's funny when sometimes Kevin's the one that has to bring because bring Chad back in to be like, dude, you're taking it to because like Kevin burns on one house and Chad's like, let's take down the whole village. He's like, what? No, we're just going after this one house. What are you? Obje- <laughs> what are yeah, these I other say, objection, your honor. That is uh, superimposing uh, my well, I guess I'm defending myself here. So, OK, that's fine that you did that. I was saying that Chad is funny on MLC because Everybody gets to tee up and take a shot at him. If you put a $5 super chat out there, you get to take an insult pitch at his head, you know? So uh, he's like a modern day dunking tank at the fair. You put the fucking bad guy with the angry mouth on that little stool and you try to fucking put one on the target and dunk him, you know? And if you do nail him, Kevin and Bob will stop the show and read your thing out and he gets all pissed off and it's hilarious. So that's why he's funny and good on the show. Oh, that, that was it. That was just the clip. Just him saying, uh, yeah, they, they, they oh, got okay. me good. They got me good. Ray. Fuck. I, he's muted. Carlos, you're muted. Oh, how about that? I pressed the red button. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I apologize. No, I didn't play the rest of the clip just now because Stevie just went through what he had said. So yeah, it would okay. be repetitive to, was, to, was, to play it again. Explaining okay. the bit. I'm, I'm fair and balanced. God damn but it. what is cool about those super uh, they uh, do they call them super chads or they call them super chats? Super oh. chads. Yeah, maybe we'll chads. Call them. You might have just started oh, something. Just call them super chats. Where he just. But well, the good thing about it, because Chad for years was and, and that's what started the whole thing with ski mask and stencil and probably you in the whole reason why I knew meaning ski Stevie mask. Lou. We are totally fine. Yeah. With <laughs> just want to yeah. clarify. And also, like, that's the same thing with you, Carlos Danger, is I met you. I you said something. Uh, it all started. You made a comment. I've never met. No, no. <laughs> what is going on? You no, accidentally no, messaged me on Thanksgiving, wishing me a, th- uh, a happy Thanksgiving. And I said, thank you very much. And you said, oh, I didn't mean to send that to you. Do you no, want to come no, on no, my no. podcast? No, no, no. Whoa, but before that, when I uh, embarrassing, when, when I first kind of met you and it was just like through a, a comment, uh, you like I was doing my sponsors like SilkCityHotSauce.com or the Victory Pose or whatever it was. And you're like, you're like, oh, great. Ray's got sponsors. And I took that like I didn't. 
I didn't know if that was an insult or not. I don't know if you were insulted, but do you remember uh, uh, like that was the first I just time wanna, we interacted? Well, I just want to point something out that on YouTube, it'll say insufferable bastards. Right. That doesn't mean it's Carlos Danger. I mean, there's oh, a, you okay. can see there's a co-host right here. Yeah, yeah. So I just want to. But no, I think it was because you like, I right. made a joke about that. And then you uh, then you apologize or whatever. It's like, no, dude, I wasn't I wasn't upset with it. Where like that's a difference. And by the way, maybe I'm taking that out of context, but that's my point. Is like when I first saw that, I thought it was like kind of like uh who's this guy to, like is a kind of a joking way. Um I'm a but, nobody, I get that. No, no, no. I took that as kind of a joking way where I think Ski Mask, my first interaction with him and Stanza was something like that, too, where they were like kind of shitting on me a little bit. And like where Chad would take it is who the fuck is this guy? What the fuck? Where I just like laughed at it and didn't think and didn't take insult to it, if that makes sense. It does. So, and also it, it it brings me to uh, I mean, this is something else I'm going to share right now. Well, Great comes quick, across. I'm going to. I'm going to finish my point, though. Uh, but I think that's why the super chads are good, because it's showing that it kind of has to take it a little bit. You can't just jump down everyone's throat the second they say anything negative about you and be like, well, I hope you die. I hope you die. I hope you they kill you. And I think it's I think he's learning that now where he was, wait, it. hold on, hold on, Ray, Ray. He's been in the fucking comedy business for 16 17 years and he's never learned that and now <laughs> in 2023 via the fucking miraculous miraculous technology of youtube and super chats that's finally <laughs> what's been the straw that broke the camel's back you fucking hear yourself talk sometimes yeah. right holy shit balls all right never mind i'm sorry i'm not trying to I know, but you get what I'm saying. Like he didn't. I get what you're saying, the, but he never yeah. took like he fought back at everything. Okay. Like, who sure. how I'm dare sorry. you to come at me? Like, and it's like, dude, relax. I'm sorry. And I, I yeah. should relax, too. I apologize. I got. No, I but, you, 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 but Ray, Ray, why do you why do you fucking think? I mean, sorry. And I, I'm getting psyched up. I'm well, I will say, up. wait, wait, Stevie, just real quick. I just want just real quick. You were on a podcast with Jim Florentine, the one I just played and Husey. Husey did a, a great interview. Like I, th I think Husey is a he's really a great interviewer, but Florentine went into Chad's sort of because uh, they're they're good friends. He basically said what Ray said that it was anyway. People should go and watch that instead of have me uh, try to explain it. But he talks about how Chad is always ready to to fight. But here's the other thing. I'm, did you want to add anything to that, Stevie Lou? I interrupted. No, no, it's fine, and it's your show, bud. So do that all day. Otherwise, I'll sit here and fart into the mic uh well, um like so florentine also with that too like i wish i could have sat there and really got into the whole shit with chad with florentine but it wasn't my show i had to like kind of play in the sandbox nice you know it's kind of like here right now i would love to say some things about the mormon church and the people behind Drybar, but i'm gonna play nice uh, yeah, you know what i mean yeah, like i'm not gonna do that yeah, right right you want me to play nice that's what i'm doing you know what i mean so i wish i could have I wish I could have. I'm dug glad into you're it. bailing on me on DabbleCon, sir. I wish I could have, you know, a week um, before we're supposed to head up. I wish I could have delved. I only got a, a sweet. Dude, you're gonna have the killer after party every I'm night gonna, over that, there. Terrified. All right, but here, all right. So we, we we've started this podcast, and uh, I wanted people to talk about the positive influence Ray Devito has had on their life through his comedy and the fact that he has a new special. We should all be celebrating that. But there's also a dark side to Ray, and a lot of times, whenever I Ray's been, I'm very appreciative that he's invited me on his podcast several times, and he always accuses me of trying to start drama or play up beefs, and I always feel bad because I don't, I don't 
think I'm coming at it like that. I'm just, I have nothing else to offer other than gossip, right? Because I'm just a nobody in, you know, in a, a Coors Light hat. But then You're I see- You're a handsome human being. The, I, I see Ray earlier this week promoting his wonderful new special, which I paid for and watched yesterday. He's on the Rob Saul Show, which is a podcast I've, I've been recently introduced to. I, I, it, it's great. It's great. Chris Abels, is, very, is that how you say his name? Abels? Yes, yeah. Chris He's Abels. very funny. He's very funny. He was actually killing it on your podcast in the chat. He was funny. But anyway, Ray starts a beef. He reignites a beef. You want to hear it? Uh-oh. Yes. Yes. So your experience. How did you first get to know Levy? Ray's a well, man. Knew, well, I always knew uh, of Levy. I always knew of Bob Levy. But it was um, the first time I actually met him was it was – that this secret the nice show, part. the infamous secret show, oh, which has been talked yes. about. With yeah, Rob's yes. the infamous. I, I'm I'm curious and jealous of that. Yes, I'm. So go ahead about the series show. Yeah, secret now, this show. This is the infamous one, where okay. Um, first of all, most of them. I mean, like Mead and Stancil knew me from like uh, Brennan's podcast, but most of the people that go there just compound media fans i'm never on compound media they don't none of them knew who the hell i was and it's 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 a good lineup for uh, compound media like Le levy's hosting it um pat dixon's hilarious by the way pat dixon's yeah. great I, I i knew him from back in the day and then um uh chrissy mayor but she's gonna do great in front of like the compound fans or whatever but i, I followed dixon i was second last <laughs> what and are I, you saying she's not gonna do great in front nah, of people that are not I, compound I, fans yeah. Uh, Dixon will, okay. I'll say this. Dixon will do great in front of any crowds. Levy will do great in front of every crowd. Uh, I'm not. And you oh, figure out the rest Frank's yourself, huh? I hate you. Yeah. Uh, I believe uh, that was that's Chris Abel's up with a hat, right? Yeah, that's Chris Abel's. And I believe the last thing he said was Frank's gonna hate you. Oh, could have been, but I've always got along with Frank, so I don't know. Frank's always been cool to me. I've always what's got your issue. With what's your issue with Chrissy Mayer? I don't have an issue. I don't have an issue with her. I don't. I was always good friends with Chrissy. I yeah. So I've always so what, cool. that, do you even remember saying that? Or was it just like like, like sometimes you guys are, are naturally funny and then you're you're funny from a craftsmanship perspective. Did I just say shit? I'm, but you know what I mean. Does sometimes like you you'll, you'll throw shade like that, but not even know it because it's just kind of the flow of of what you're saying. Um. Well, I've only seen her lately in front of her fans, which is, by the way, what you want. You want to go somewhere where it's your fans and they want to see you do what you do. So she's not trying to appeal to everybody. Do you know what I'm saying? So if she's in front of a compound crowd she's going to say stuff that appeals to the compound crowd where if it's just like a, a thursday night at the funny bone and you're headlining because let's say uh mark norman doesn't get there till friday and, and saturday so you're the just the guy on stage headlining that thursday night at the funny bone just a bunch of random people and they're not compound media fans or whatever and they don't want to hear like stuff far to the right or whatever yeah, it's it's gonna it, it's not gonna hit with everybody in the crowd. Well, gotcha. So you you were just speaking factually. You didn't mean that as a like. I kind of yeah. took it as a little bit of a jab. No, it's like it's in front of her audience. You got people that talk to their audience, and it's just their audience. 
So that that's fine. That's what you want. You want people to come see you because of you. You know what I mean? Now, there's people, let's say, like Mark Norman, like Jim Gaffigan, who are just funny dudes. Yes, their crowds come to see them do what they do. But guess what? Even if you didn't know their name and you just came to see a stand up comedy show and you saw them, you'd be like, oh, this is great. Who, who is this guy or Shane Gillis? Put him in that category too, or Big J Okerson. Like, like no matter what crowd, they're gonna be like, oh, this guy, this person's great. And yeah, so yes, their their crowds want to see him do what they do, but then like everyone will get it. But like I think a lot of that stuff, like you know, and yes, Chris and Gino were the two in particular I was referring to there. That yeah, you put them Thursday night and uh, a funny bone in front of a bunch of people that just won free tickets on the radio, and you got three hundred people there. That it's probably not gonna go as well if they stick to what they do for their crowd if that makes sense now they, they might win over a few people but overall it's not going to um if it's not their audience it's not going to hit as well for them if that makes does that make sense what i'm saying i think so what do you think stevie Lou? yes yes that was very well spoken and eloquent ray thank you he just dug himself out of a hole is that what we just witnessed yeah, yeah man Ray's special is that dry drybarcomedy.com drybarcomedy.com the promo code is Ray DeVito you almost well it's it's been almost an hour do you want to watch the one Chad video I was mentioning where Jim Florentine does like a psychic breakdown of Chad real quick sure I'm into it yes anybody in the chat have anything to say there Mr. Brian yeah actually uh... I think you got to turn up your mic we have some. We have a bunch of people, and actually, uh, stuttering John's fingernails. Fingernails. Lonely Baloney's in here. Obnoxious John. No, no. Are they saying? Are they? Are they offering anything? Oh yeah, there's a lot there. That so. just reminded me of Romper Room. There, you know, when the lady would look into the mirror and just start yeah. saying, "I see Obnoxious John. I see Bill Lonely. I see J- anybody." What is Bill? Billoni is a is a saint. He's going to DabbleCon. What does he have to say, Brian? He you said can- hello. And then Obnoxious uh, John pointed out that we're new to the live thing. Not much interaction with our chats. Fuck you, Obnoxious John. What the fuck is that? What the fuck is that? <laughs> I don't want to interrupt the two guests we have, and we're kind of doing this ghetto style. I have a phone open and trying to read things, which there are some, and we I see all the ones that are coming in. It's just I don't want to step on any of these funny guys. Ray needed somebody to step on him five minutes ago when I brought up that Chrissy stuff. For God, you could have could have bailed him out. All right, let's end with this. I'm going after Chad. Look, well, Chad, I mean, like that's a shit star. He likes it. He likes being in feuds. It's been his whole life. Like people think, oh my God, he's losing and he's losing. Chad's been doing this forever since I've known him. He likes to fight with people. That's what he likes to do. He likes. He doesn't like calmness in his life. So to him, this is fucking, he loves it. This is what he does. He's like, a, he's like the bad guy in wrestling. He wants to fuck, he's the villain. So he's never going to stop. That's just what he does. I don't tell him to do whatever he wants to do. I just tell him, look, whatever feud you have, if I'm friends with those guys, you know, I'm not going to not go on their show because of what you're doing. You know what I mean? So like, go do your thing. But, you know, but that this he lives for this. That's what he likes doing. So I thought that was uh, I cut out Stevie Lou again, but you're here with us, Stevie. But I, I thought that's kind of backed up to what you guys were saying earlier uh, in this particular episode. Yeah, it's funny. Like this is the second time you played an interview that I was 
a part of. And I'm like sitting here, this is a good interview. <laughs> that's what I'm saying to myself. So thank you very much for playing those two little spots there. I think that's just, again, I hate to use the line again, but how more eloquent and well said could you be? Uh, it kind of humbles me a little bit and it takes the piss out of me. Like, am I just brawling with this guy who fights with his shadow? And then, like, what is wh where does that put me in the line of things? Am I just some dummy now then, too? You know, I'd rather maybe look for a bigger fish, fish to fry. And then, okay, it's not going to stop me from taking little digs at Chad here and there. But I just don't feel the passion anymore that I, I used to feel about trying to fucking bury this guy. That's an interesting I, I was, point. He's, he's hurt. Hurt people hurt, you know? I Go ahead, say Ray. Stevie standing next to Chad kind of looks like me standing next to Stancil, the same like guy, like the short and pudgy. But although Stancil's in better shape, than Stancil's pretty thick dude. Um, Ray, yeah, I'm, more I'm, shade. A I'm a security guard. I'm not a hitman. I just want to make sure people know <laughs> that I, I try to break up fights. I don't try to start them. All right, guys. So, Ray, your special is out. People should go to drybarcomedy.com. What's like next for Ray? Do you still, I mean, do you bask in the glory of this? Do you do more promotion for your special? Or are you just back to the grind in preparation of your next special, which is going to be on, I believe, Sirius XM? Yeah, yeah. That that one's uh, a life without balconies. It's already done. Um, I'm trying to find out when they're going to premiere it on Sirius XM, and then that'll all be out. And yeah, that's. And that's like 50 minutes long. This special was what, like 20 minutes or 22 minutes? 22 like minutes. Yeah. So, yeah. And then so, you're going to be on, wait, you're going to be on Ski Mask. I mean, it's 2-11, Saturday, January 28th, as we watch this. You're going to be on Ski Mask immediately after this. Yeah, with him and Husey. Oh, oh, wow. That is a wild. Husey and Ski Mask. That is a. Yeah. So. And Kevin Dumbfuck, I assume, from Why Do I Podcast. I is Producer I, I, extraordinaire. I, 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 d I just know it said uh, Hughie was coming. So, yeah, sure. I'm uh, it, it's a good time, man. But I always enjoy coming on here. But no, I didn't mean to take a shot at you, Carlos Danger. I was just saying you can take what, all the shots you want. Yeah. At me, Ray, I love it. But um, when people just a message to all comics, whether it's Chad or anyone, if you're a newer comic, if someone makes a joke at your expense, just laugh at it and come back at them with humor. Don't come back with them like, go, go fuck yourself. I'll kill your whole family. You want some of this? You don't want this heat. Like, don't don't flip out. Like, it's it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, and it is funny when it's in like Kevin Brennan's kind of like like Kevin Brennan's like the madman when he has to keep the other madman in line to be like, what are you doing? This is let's focus on burning down this village. Not that one. What a focus. What's the magic of that relationship, I guess? And then Stevie Lou, I know you're not going to DabbleCon. Uh, yeah. I am. If anybody's going to DabbleCon in Rochester next weekend, please come up and, uh, I don't know, say hi. Don't touch me. Yeah, but, I got, uh, I got a, a, a good buddy of mine who lives in, he's from Iceland, coming to town, a good trauma buddy of mine. I know we, we talked all about my trauma history on my previous uh, episode, so folks can go check that out check out the insufferable bastards so yeah he's coming into town next week and then i'm going to miami for a week the following week so the whole DabbleCon thing sounded like a good idea and i was really down to go and i appreciate you be being willing to take me on as a uh you know a, a road trip co-pilot but uh we can maybe we'll, we'll rain check it 
I'm sure for something else. Uh, that's really cool. But yeah, folks, can, folks for me can check out Blunt Smoker video. We do that once a month. We've got Sad Chad 6 p.m. Thursdays with my buddy Ski Mask, who you just mentioned. So shout out to that dude. Uh, you can check out cuckisland.com for the secret of Cuck Island. That was a trauma production that we uh, recently finished and is out there. Uh, and I'm looking to do some of my own shorts and maybe a music video as well this year. So if the folks out there, I know Spears had popped up over there when he heard that because that man makes wonderful art as well. So oh, that's uh, right. Yeah, it's very I'm true. looking forward to really putting my uh, my nose to the grindstone uh once the weather gets a little nicer and we can film outside easier, uh, I'm going to start fucking banging some stuff out. We've got this, my first one that I think I'm going to get. It's a short called infinity Delhi, And that's all I'll say about it. Just imagine it's like a twilight zone mm. sort of thing. So color me interested Sto uh, stoner twilight zone. So <laughs> of course, right. Do you want to, I mean, I got nothing going on. I have no artistic talent whatsoever. Do you have anything going on? You want to promote my co-host and thank you so much for, monitoring the chats to well, the best I'd of be your ability chat i'll work on it better next time uh so i apologize for that i have a movie uh playing at the south by southwest film fest uh becky to the wrath or becky becky to the wrath of becky or something like that it's the wrath of becky well it's becky to the wrath of becky <laughs> that just doesn't roll off your tongue i always like the wrath of becky but it, and is what's his name it wasn't kevin jameson in the first one or what's his what's that guy's name yeah, this kevin year, this time we have uh Sean William Scott. There we go. Stifler. Yeah. Goon. The oh, that was movie. Stifler. Very, ah. Very nice guy. And then I have uh, another movie that I uh, can't talk about yet, but I have another one. Nice. Will be announced for another couple couple festivals, like a bigger. Oh, hell yeah. With this summer, so that'll be really cool. Check out uh, Paramount uh, TV's Evil. Where I'm kind of doing a couple days on the newest season you can check out all the last three seasons there and you can follow me on instagram at brian spears effects all right ray congratulations uh, on the stand-up special drybarcomedy.com oh, guys, guys real quick real quick it's carlos's birthday today hey, happy birthday, carlos. Yeah. oh i got a buddy steve sancho from the bronx who always says it don't count unless you get drunk so go have yourself a nice little soda pop after this for it. look at it <laughs> <laughs> watch out derby connecticut all right but yeah thanks brian ray again congratulations thank you for uh being kind to me and treating me like i'm actually uh some type of a podcaster stevie lou thanks a lot even though you're screwing me on, on DabbleCon, I, I will not hold it against you 